Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read Pause Off the Boss by Casey Griffin. Pause Off the Boss is coincidentally what Ganesh says to me anytime I try to give him a hug. Welcome to Let's Stop There. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading a book called Pause Off the Boss by Casey Griffin. Book one in the Rescue Dog Romance series. Pause Off the Boss. Uh, fair to say a, a book that we picked just because we like the title. That's, that, that's Bumper sticker. Yeah. That's, you know, honestly, when we look for books not five minutes before the show starts, that's our only rule is... Could this title be on a bumper sticker or coffee mug or mouse pad? And it could pause off the boss. Picture it. Boom. Right under your mouse. You'd love to see it. It's only an effective message if you're if the animal could uh, read. Well, it's just kind of I mean, yeah, I guess I'm not thinking it's specifically for an animal with paws. It's just kind of a cute pause off the boss. I know. We'll figure it out. I don't know. No, no, it's literally literally. Oh, all right. Hey, it's like a, you know, it's a warning. It's a violent warning. Sign. Pause off the boss. Uh, yeah, it could be. I don't know. We don't. We know nothing about this book other than uh, it's a dog rescue romance. So that sounds like a boatload of fun. How are you guys doing? What's new, huh? But forget about pause off the boss for maybe uh, nine minutes and thirty seconds. Let's just chit chat. What you guys got going on, huh? <laughs> Well, we all had a nice time at a big party this weekend, and I am just now recovering from my Saturday hangover. That's right. We all went to a big wedding this weekend. None of our weddings, which means that we didn't have any. Well, I gave a speech, but we didn't really have any responsibilities. You're the speech guy. Zach, I've done two, I'm two, I've done two speeches out of four weddings of our f- six-person friend group. So those are <laughs> good numbers. Yeah, no. You know, I'm kind of hoping this is my last speech. How many moms come up to you after these speeches and they're like, you did a really good job? Nobody, but all the dads. I'm two for two on dads. I'm two for two on groom's dads. You're pulling in dads. Groom's dads come up to me and say, good speech and give me a firm handshake. Moms, <laughs> family of the, the brides, I'm my numbers are low, but that's fine. I know they silently appreciated it from afar. Yeah, no, it's this giving a speech at a wedding is uh, it's a lot of it, it means I can't really drink too much until well after everybody else has started drinking. And then afterwards, I try to catch up. So then I drink way too much after the speech and it's just a mess. Well, you should start drinking way too much the night before. So you're sleepy. Uh-huh. I should show up hungover. You're right. That'll get that's me in the right headspace. Okay. That's what you, <laughs> that's how you live your life. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I should take a page out of your book. Yeah, no, but other than the speech, it was a good wedding. I mean, the speech was fine, but the wedding was fun. I heard you yelling about dunking at some point. Yeah. I, I saw a friend I hadn't seen in years. Who's the only person I ever saw dunk a basketball. 
And I think I yelled something to that effect at him. Like, remember when you dunked a basketball? And he was like, <laughs> no. Uh, but, you know, we caught up. Great wedding. I had a lot of fun with you guys. You guys looked clean up nice. You looked sharp. We all looked dapper. That's for sure. Ganesh had kind of a uh, professorial look. He looked like you had just come from teaching a, a class, giving a lecture. Mm-hmm. Shane, I always think you look dapper like a Secret Service agent. You always have kind of a protecting the president vibe. And I just uh, look like I bought a suit at TJ Maxx, (laughs) (laughs) which is fine. It looks fine. Well, um, regardless of how we all looked, I think uh, the dance moves are still there. You guys still got it. Still looking good. I'm in pain. I don't know about anybody else. I, uh, I pulled something out there. Did you stretch beforehand? No, and I'm regretting it. You see me uh, stretching out my hammies in the in the corner. I t- <laughs> oh, that's what you were doing. I thought you were puking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't stretch it on my quads. Barking. Damn, how the glutes doing? Oh, the glutes are hard as a rock, as per usual. Bounce a nickel off there. Yeah, no worries there. No worries on the glutes, but yeah, no, it's all my front parts. Not too good. Don't know what happened. Oh no! Must have been. I must have been. Was there was there a limbo that I missed? Did we limbo? Yeah, you took a beating on that limbo pole, my friend. Did, boy, oh boy, <laughs> did I! I hit the pole hard. Uh, yeah, no, this definitely. Uh, we're getting old. All right, I'm 33. I can't. I can't pull off the moves that I could barely pull off when I was 23. And I've been out of shape since I was 13. So you do the math. <laughs> I was doing mostly like hand, uh, hand jive type J- dances, <laughs> jives and kind of hand boning and slaps yeah. and claps. Okay. I was wearing some like really heavy boots, so I didn't want to like, I knew my limit. You know what I mean? We had a nice concrete floor to dance on. You could have stomped all day if you wanted. That's true. Been like an off Broadway production. But I was really working, working the hands. Yeah. You, you got to do the hands. Somebody's got to do the hands. I was clearly doing the hips or something. It went wrong. Something went bad inside. Ganesh has kind of a... You're a full body guy. <laughs> yeah. I really like to get into it and get weird with it. Yeah, he throws it down for sure. Denise does a dance I like to call the Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of full body torso rotations, which looks good. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we cut a rug for sure. And then uh, the food, pretty good. I had a little mini cheeseburgers. I had a little tiny spicy chicken sandwich. Delicious. Just one? I had two cheeseburgers, one spicy chicken sandwich, one piece of pizza, <laughs> an empanada, and countless alcoholic beverages. What was your drink of choice that night? All right. I know this is a, this is, it sounds like I'm absolving myself of responsibility. The bartender kept giving me these little surprise shots. I don't know. Like I would order a drink and he'd be like, he'd give me a shot with it. And I'd be like, I didn't order this, but I'm going to drink it. <laughs> so I was having, you know, I started off with some whiskey Cokes with a shot. And then they had like one of those machines that did like frozen drinks. And that was off limits at the open bar. But I got drunk enough to kind of negotiate my way into two of those. Yeah. You begged me for cash and I gave you a $20 bill. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir. You were like, I really want the frozen drink. And I was like, here, you little animal. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Now that you mentioned, I do remember begging you for cash like a popper. <laughs> Like a like a soot covered newsboy, and then I ran to the ATM and took out eighty dollars and gave him that too. So he really worked out for him. <laughs> they earned it. They were great. He was that guy gave me easily over a hundred dollars worth of alcohol that I didn't ask for with other alcohol that I did ask for. So yeah, I I was scrounging up cash for the guy and he earned it. Uh, I'll never show my face there again though. <laughs> <laughs> That's for damn sure. I can't see. It. I can't see. I can't see that guy. It's a beautiful mind. bar. It's a good bar. It's syndicated in Brooklyn. It's a little movie theater. First time I'd ever been there. You're missing out. Never been in that theater before. It was nice. 
bigger than I thought it would be. I guess I didn't really know what to expect. Nice. Yeah. Nice ceremony. Good time. I don't know. Now I'm ready for the next wedding. That's all I got to say. Your own. Well, I guess technically you have a wedding in between then and now, but you've already had one. This is your second wedding. Yeah. (laughs) Getting two and some people have had none. Yeah. Wow. How, you know what? I don't feel bad about asking for that 20 anymore. Mr. Two weddings. (laughs) (laughs) No, that'll be, no, your first wedding was beautiful, but it was small and kind of COVID restricted. The second one, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. It's going to get, it's going to be a massive, uh, uh, mosh pit. Yeah. I heard you booked Modest Mouse. Yeah, those guys are going to come through. I think you misheard. It's Modest Yahoo. (laughs) (laughs) A little lost in in translation there. Well, hey, he's free and he's he's local. He's always free. Man's wide open for weddings, bar mitzvahs. (laughs) I'm excited for one. And now once I get married, then it's over. Then everybody's married. And then what? Then we just live. Yeah, then we never see each other again. Then we cruise until funerals. That's why we cruise until the funerals start. <laughs> that's the sadder, the sadder alternative to the wedding season. Ah, funeral well. season. Funeral season. Hey, you know, whoever's first to go gets to miss the whole thing. So props to them. Could be me. Oh, uh, but I feel like the snacks gotta be pretty good. The snacks are gonna be good. I'm gonna have two cheeseburgers. Spi- Depends who's planning the snacks. I'm gonna have a spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> I'm gonna leave a note before I go. Yeah, it's called a will. I'm gonna leave a note. Where it says where all my earthly possessions go. Well, you know, it was a big weekend and I'm paying for it. But yeah, I think the, the hangover's worn off now. Right, Ganesh, you're feeling better? Yeah, barely. It's Wednesday now, by the way. <laughs> Somebody asked us to get brunch on Sunday after the wedding on the Saturday night. And we were like, no, that can't happen. My body can't do that anymore. I can't get, I can't leave the house. I was in I, bed the whole day on Sunday. The whole day. Morning till night. I was in... Well, I did move to the couch at one point, but just did not get back up. I moved to the couch with a big blanket and a pillow, and I popped a bunch of edibles and ate Taco Bell. Damn. So the usual Sunday. It's just a normal <laughs> Sunday. Come over or not, that's what I do. <laughs> Don't want to break the routine. No, fair enough. Well, it was a good time. I'm feeling better now, and I'm ready to read. Oh, look at that. My stopwatch just went off. Nine and a half minutes of fun. Pause off the boss. Book one in a rescue dog romance series by Casey Griffin. Only you would clock watch our small talk. Yeah. Well, you know, I like to keep a tight schedule. Somebody's got to keep the show running. Do we have a synopsis of this book? What's going on in this? She's in the doghouse. I want something nice and easy. It goes down smooth. I can't handle real drama after a, a party like that. She's in the doghouse. That's already sad. He's in the penthouse. <laughs> no. Okay. Huh. Can they meet in the middle? What would that be? The A pool? The cafeteria. When their worlds collide, can their lonely hearts become one? Aspiring veterinarian Piper Summers has worked herself to the bone to graduate. But after she loses two of her three jobs, Piper worries she and her dashend will be tossed out into the street. So, Doc. <sighs> what? Never mind. So, when a hunky, cash-rich CEO offers her a lucrative gig as his dog walker, she swallows her pride and takes the position. Cash-rich? Yeah, like that mean Scrooge McDuck just swimming and yeah, trust the banks at the pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they meet me at my pool. It's full of gold coin. You can't miss it. You can't <laughs> miss it on Google Maps. OK, how do you become a cash rich CEO? That means he doesn't have a lot invested in like he doesn't have not, not no a lot stock. tied up in the market. No. It's all liquid, baby. This guy is a drug dealer for sure. Yeah, like he doesn't have 
any overhead with like his employees or anything? Mm-mm. Cash rich, baby. Shit. Billionaire Aiden Caldwell buried. Cash rich, you know, you know, cash rich millionaire. That sounds like Peter Chris from uh, Kiss. Well, he was uh, <laughs> a what do you, what do you call someone with a hundred K? It's not a mil- quite a millionaire. <laughs> Thousandaire. That's cash rich to me, baby. I won't kick it out of bed. That bag, a hundred K. Billionaire Aiden Caldwell buried his fun beneath a firm handshake in a sharp suit. But when the fetching woman of his dreams accidentally mauls him, he's determined to break his leash and retrieve her heart. What? Is the girl of his dreams a dog? Um. If so, we're in for, we're in for a wild ride, folks. Wasn't expecting that. And after her hiring to walk his rescue hound, he's willing to jump through every hoop to win her affection. Though Piper has fallen head over tail with Aiden, when her precious rescue center is vandalized and the wealthy man offers help, she fears he only sees her as a charity case. And as Aiden... I'm getting too much information. Is she the dog? Is Piper the dog? No, Piper's person. Piper, Piper's, Pi- Piper's person. Piper's person. No dog. It's not like, look who's talking to over here, is it? <laughs> That'd be cool. I wouldn't mind if this was the perspective. This is like Lady and the Tramp, the perspective of dogs. Yada, yada, yada. Bye. Paws off the boss to raise the wolf today. That's oh, too much. Too much. What? What? Yeah, I don't that. It, I can't say raise that the again. Wo- raise, the, raise the woof. Oh, like, okay. Like roof. Probably should, have said, probably should have raised the rough <laughs> R-U-F-F, which is another dog bark uh, onomatopoeia. Well, if you say woof correctly, it makes sense. But if you raise say woof. Wolf. Is that how you're supposed to say it? Woof. Woof. All right. Hey, I'm down for some fun uh, dog stuff. Uh, that sounds bad. Are you? What? No, I, I famously don't like dogs, but you know. You almost said hate. I don't hate. We're so close to saying hate. But I didn't say it because I don't feel that. I don't hate dogs. I don't like them. And I don't relate to them. And I certainly don't want one near me. You don't relate to a dog? No. Not the way I do not the way I do cats. They get hungry just like you. You like people? Uh, you know, I'm I'm wishy washy on it. They're okay. I'm a cat guy. I like cats. Me and Kenny's your cat people. Favorite animal. On earth? <laughs> Yeah. Just like by looks or that I want to be around. Well, just by like looks. By what's wrong with you? Looks or like <laughs> like character traits or like uh, archetype or whatever. Okay. My favorite animal to be around and hang out with is a cat. That's easy. No, favorite, but like, a- favorite animal, like just from a <laughs> macro perspective of like that, what I think of them as like a being as an animal. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I think I like a uh, horse. <laughs> horse you're just a simple guy i like cat and i like horse i like horses because they're like pretty and they run around fast from free there's a lot of similarities with a horse and a dog with yeah, horse and dog i don't want a horse in my house either all right if Can i can sh- see if, if dogs are the I'm kind of animal i saw at the zoo i'd love them. i hear your point <laughs> thank, thank you uh ganesh favorite animal like a a primate like a rhesus monkey you know mm. Fine. You relate to how much they masturbate? <laughs> I always, they're not my favorite, but I always had respect for the blue butted baboon. Oh my God. They're violent, dude. Yeah. They're, um, if you look them in the eye, they will charge you and they'll rip your butt off. Most animals, most people too. 
You both picked like for primates. You That's just not pick- my pick. Oh, That's not oh. my pick. All right. Well, let's hear it. Uh, the noble elephant. I That's do love nice. elephants. They're too. smart and they're big and they have families. They, they have relationships like human beings. I like that about them. Yeah. They also have demonstrated revenge, which I appreciate. That is what I look for in an animal. Well, all right. Now that we got all that out of the way, do you want to read this book? <laughs> you all satisfied with your answers? We'll give you time to rethink. Hey, listen, I have never asked you guys that. And we did famous animals from film. That's true. I'm not even really sure about my answer. Horse was just kind of the clock was running out. And I, I don't know. They're cool. You're not going to stand by horse. I don't like any animals. How about that? That's my gen. That's my real heart. That's my feeling at heart. I don't relate to an animal. I don't, don't think have they to sh- relate to an animal to appreciate them. I appreciate, well, I guess I appreciate all of them. I'm, I, you know, they, they have a right to be here. I'd support that. I respect their privacy <laughs> and their space. You know, if I, if I see an animal outside, I'm like, hey, more power to you. We're all on this earth together, dude. But like, get out of my way and don't come into my home. That's how I feel. Wouldn't want an animal in my house other than my two cats specifically. Uh, and even then I had to be sold on those. <sighs> all right. Well, now that I've alienated everybody, how about a dog rescue romance? Yeah, I'm just trying to make you lovable to all the animal fans out there. I can't be. This is not going to test well. All right. That's all I'm going to say. I can't. I can't. You know what? You guys test well. I'm the antagonist. You guys are the heroes. And that's fine with me. I'll be the bad guy. I'll take. I know what? I'll 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 get up on the cross for you guys. If that's what you want. I'll oh, take the bullets. Wow. Hey, somebody's got to, you know, be true to pull themselves. the plug on this one. That's fine. Let's uh, stop there. Does that work? It works. You did it. All right. We're going to jump ahead now to the first page of Pause Off the Boss, A Rescue Dog Romance by Casey Griffin. All right. We're back. This is the first page of Pause Off the Boss, A Rescue Dog Romance. By Casey Griffin. You know, maybe I'm open to the idea that I'll learn to love dogs through this book. Okay. How about that? Maybe it's, this will be like my, my Grinch redemption story. Well, that's all I could ever ask for. So you'll take a quiz at the end and we'll, uh, (laughs) we'll see how much you really love them. All right. That's fine. There's like a big chance I won't, but I'm open to it. Chapter one, dog day. A yellow cab skidded to a stop in front of an old Victorian house facing the park, and the driver's door flew open to reveal a pair of long, bare legs ending in red stiletto Ooh. cowboy boots. Whoa. Can you picture it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking just a real leggy German shepherd just pouncing out of this cab. <laughs> yeah, it's like those little boots he put on dogs so they don't walk in like uh, salt in the wintertime when it's on the sidewalks. Piper stepped out, tugging her baggy top down over her jean skirt and circled around to the passenger side. Jean, jean skirt, red boots, puddle. I don't know. Can we, where is that? What's that? We get, get, can we get the song back? But was it a boot cut? Boot cut. Jeans, brown shirt, tight top. That sounds right. From what I remember, that came about because someone's car broke down and they were wearing a, like a wide leg jean. It's time for the sequel. Red Stilettos, Jean Skirt. As she reached in for the pizza boxes, her hand fell on the empty breadstick bag. She glared at her passenger, Colin, and by the look on his face, it was obvious he knew what came next. He was in crap. Oh, fuck. All right. Crap. C-R-A-P? Crap. Jesus. 
Yeah, beat down of a lifetime coming. Don't get worse than that. Piper continued to scowl at him at that pitiful, remorseful expression and the anger fizzled out of her. Each time she gazed into those big brown eyes, she felt nothing but love for Colin. As strong as the day they had first met. Is Colin the dog? Colin must be a dog. Who names a dog Colin? A psychopath. After Colin Jost? <laughs> no, Colin Firth. Yeah, I gotta say, I don't trust anybody whose pet has like a normal human name. Like a dog named Kevin. Here's my dog, Samuel. But Sammy's okay. Samuel, no. Imagine if your dog name, if you had a dog named Chris. I would hate that. But the dog prefers to go by Topher. It's Topher, please. Who are we kidding? I'm a Topher, okay. And when he leaned forward to kiss her cheek, she knew that he loved her too, even if he couldn't say it. Bad dog. She wiped the Parmesan slobber off her face. Those breadsticks were for the customer. Damn. Red stilettos and a Parmesan slobber. The duality of man. Confused by the reprimand paired with a smile, the black... I'm sorry, how do you say this uh, word? Dachshund? Yeah. Dachshund. It's a wiener dog. dog. Yeah, You know him? Wiener dog. You love him? Just say that. Wiener dog. That's more your speed. (laughs) The black wiener dog tilted his head, ears (laughs) flopping. Piper tried to keep up the pretense a moment longer. But she relented with a sigh. Oh, I can't stay mad at you. And she gave him a scratch behind the ears. He responded by licking her hand as if to say, Yeah, I know. I'm pretty amazing. Now go hide. My boss would kill me if he knew you were in here. Man, smug just like Colin Jost. You're right. He doesn't have uh, Firth energy. The kind of quiet, humble gentleman. Yeah, I mean, to have Firth energy... You'd have like a like a handsome scarf, and instead of breadsticks, it'd be like a baguette or a, sc- a scone. Favorite Firth flick. Here we go. Uh, wow, I'm not a Firth head. <sighs> I'm seeing that. Saw the King's Speech. Didn't care for it. You didn't see uh, what's the movie, The Bridget Jones Diary? That's classic Firth. What about the um, the Ultimate Christmas Classic with Alan Rickman, Hugh Grant? What love actually is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. That movie is for insane people. I always heard that it was like a classic Christmas movie, and then I finally it watched is. it last Christmas. It's the most batshit insane movie. Everybody it's in that movie great. is like a villain. Everybody's story is like a collective five minutes. It's the weirdest fucking movie. Like it's objectively a bad movie, but it's a lot of fun. Rick from Walking Dead. I always saw those pictures of him with the signs being like "I love you" outside. I was and I was like, oh, how sweet. And I watched the movie. He's trying to. To mac on his friend's fiance or something? It's disgusting. His wife. His friend's wife. He filmed Even the worse. wedding. He, that's, you're right. I forgot about that. He filmed the wedding, but only recorded her the whole time like a total freak. Yeah, that, that character's a villain. Straight up. I don't understand. It's a, great, it's a great movie. I'll watch it again this Christmas. Make it a yearly and annual tradition. I might as well. We should watch it together. Okay. Let's watch it live. Let's do a live show where we watch. Let's do Christmas movies. And it's just that. Ganesh, get the rights uh, right right in. Hey, buy the rights. You ever hear that song? How bizarre. (laughs) Sorry. She was just lucky he didn't regularly review the camera footage unless there was an incident. Colin jumped down from the seat and parked his butt on the floor mat, his tail slapping the plastic as it wagged. Grabbing the two medium pizzas, sans breadsticks, (laughs) she headed for the door. Is that what you... That's what... uh... (laughs) After the, after that uh, rough Saturday night, Ganesha's tail was slapping the plastic the next day. <laughs> <laughs> <It was. laughs> what does that even mean?
You know you, what it means. You know what it means. Right. You know exactly what it means. It was, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. Don't come in here. Gotta slap the plastic. She headed for the door, overly aware of how cool and soggy the boxes felt in her hands. She shouldn't have picked up that extra customer in the cab. They wanted to only go eight miles, but it had taken her completely out of the way to pick up Colin from home and then deliver the pizzas. Plus, they hadn't even tipped. Okay, so this lady is, she's driving a taxi cab while Mm -hmm. delivering pizzas. Mm -hmm. And then on the way between that, she stops somewhere to pick up her dog. Yeah. Isn't that what you do if you own a taxi cab? Yeah, it's called riding in style, baby. Get your dog in there. When I was in high school, we used to have a driver's ed teacher who would uh, make you drive him to do his errands. That's efficient. I I appreciate that. And he'd also had a, he'd chew tobacco on a little dip cup. He'd spit a little tobacco into a cup right next to you while you're driving. That's that's not related. But anyway, well, it's just multitasking, dude. It's, you got to do what you got to do. If you got to drive for work, you might as well also run errands, do the things you need to do around town. But my question is, Eight miles in New York City. Is this is this in New York City? Yellow cabs aren't only New York City. That's kind of a it could be anywhere. But eight miles in New York City means you're like out of the city. She's driven, she's she's gone. She's in like New Jersey. She climbed the concrete stairs to the bright red door. The home sported a classic San Francisco painted lady style. There we go. Okay. Bay Area. What does that mean? Anyone know? Yeah. In San Francisco, they have painted lady style houses. <laughs> Full house houses are that. Yeah, you know that from the intro full house? And they pan out Uh that hill. They're having that nice Uh little picnic on that hill. And they pan Uh out and you see those beautiful kind of old San Francisco houses. Those Uh are painted. Those are the the painted ladies, as it were. And that's where we're supposed to believe Danny Tanner and his brood live. Uh Uh-huh. Not just in in the family. And the painted ladies of the family. Yeah, you remember that? You remember that song? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Though not as nice as some she'd seen while delivering pizzas around the city. And she'd I seen prefer a lot. the Family Matters song. What do you guys Very think? Very similar. Can you hear it's it? a rare condition in this day and age to read any good news. On, on the, the newspaper, newspaper page. Is this copyrighted? Can I can I go all the way? No. And a grand design. Well, some people say <laughs> it's even harder to find. The paint peeled away from but the But there must be some magic room inside these gentle walls. The paint peeled away from the side. <laughs> and some might see. And the dream, real love runs out of every seam. Days, Oh, you know, I'm realizing now that this is the same song I was singing before for Full House. They're the same song. Yeah, they're basically the same song. And cracks split the window panes. But hell, man, why do we do a podcast about books? Why don't we do a podcast about TV? Yeah. It's too easy. We know too much. Close it down. Let's stop there. Let's get out of here. <laughs> All right. This, this, <laughs> we're stopping the whole damn podcast. This is the end. Shut it down. Shut it down, Shut dude. Yeah, we're coming back. You know, let's stop there. It doesn't have to be about books. We got rid of the book in the name of the top in the podcast name. Mm-hmm. This could be anything. Yeah, it's not even a club. Amazon TV Club. 
you could just take this solo, Ganesh. I'm out of here. <laughs> me singing Soon this the, podcast is just going to be me <laughs> sitting on the couch watching TV. Me singing the Family Matters theme song twice was the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> it broke the podcast. And, well, you know, it felt good. I can't apologize for it. It felt right. You're not. Are we really stopping there? What, what's uh, I got distracted no, by my, my I'm own not singing. Stopping there. Okay, sorry. I'll listen from now on. I apologize. But hell, it was better than anything she could dream of affording. She Things considered what it would have. By. Let's stop there. That's it. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't believe you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm having fun. It's a good time. We're having a good time. Okay. She sat the painted ladies. She's got her dog. She's driving. A, she drives a taxi cab. She sounds like somebody in the gig economy, not doing so hot. You know what I think she needs is somebody from the penthouse to lift her out. Maybe a, Ken, a Kendall Roy type uh-huh. or a Roman Roy type. <laughs> Roman God. A Tom Wams Gams. Oh, a sweet Tom. Maybe a Greg. Yeah. Uh, just got to find a cash, cash rich billionaire. Yeah, you know. I don't want a billionaire who's got his money wrapped up in mutual funds and futures. No, I want something I can spend. I want a guy with a <laughs> fat wad of bills on him at all times, uh-huh. giving me giving me diamonds and pearls and gift cards. Yeah, I'm talking big dinner, big, big dinner. dessert, big dessert, and a big spray. <laughs> the spray is free. The rest will cost you. Popping champagne, you perverts. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to call Only it. Only the finest, the big stuff, those massive champagne bottles. Uh-huh. Nice white foam. Okay. Well, that sounds like, you know, I hope she finds that for herself. I'm sad we didn't meet this gentleman in the first chapter, but I do think something is around the corner for her. Uh, boatload of cash. The pizza was cold. <sighs> really? Yeah. Is that what it says? Yeah. That's disappointing. We we got out of that chapter. The customer said it. The customer was upset. Well, if she wasn't dilly dallying, picking up her damn dog and whatever. No, 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 Austin, you fool. That's what they want you to get mad at. Huh? They could have just made the pizza hotter. Duh. That's true. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm gonna go beat my head against the wall and get the Family Matters theme <laughs> song out of it, and we'll be right back with the, the next chapter of Paws uh, Off the Boss. Uh, the book the book we're reading we'll be right back sorry i sang the family matters theme song so much it's good i really think um family matters and full house have the like exact same chords in their you song. know what else step by step Step. That's a little different. Step get, by step, step, day, day by day, day by day. Yeah, let's get that out of our systems before we get the next chapter going. Just picture Suzanne Summers on a roller coaster. Uh, people, that kid with the ice cream falls out of his yeah. hand. People, we love. I just know the general sounds. <laughs> Makes it better the second time around. They're on the roller coaster. Whoa, zoom out of the roller coaster step by step. Man. How does it? What's the same? Uh, the family. Step by step. It's filmed in front of a live studio audience. Patrick Duffy and uh, Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Summers. 
and cousin Cody, the wife beater. <laughs> Get him out of here. Alright, I got it out of my system. I promise I pledge to you, Ganesh, I will not sing uh-huh. another early 90s TGIF theme song. Okay. For the duration of this one episode. Okay. And those <sighs> okay. salad and it's really gonna be we never mentioned must-see TV, baby. We never talked about NBC's lineup. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> uh. <laughs> we got you. We got you, Ganesh. All right. It's really going to be tough. It's like really, it's sitting in my throat. These songs, these songs are sitting at the bottom of my throat, just waiting to get out. And I can't, I got to hold them down. It's like a hard-boiled egg. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Imagine what it would feel like to have a hard-boiled egg stuck in down your throat and your chest. That's what it feels like right now to have these songs just bursting out of me. And I can't, I can't sing them. Okay, let's jump in. Let's. Uh, this is the. <laughs> this is the next section of pause off the boss. Which, by the way, if this was the name of a sitcom in the early '90s, the theme song would slap. But I won't sing it. I won't even try. This is chapter 11. Talk to the paw. The police officer's boots crunched on the broken glass. He assessed the reception area, this time from a new angle. Piper didn't know what was so tough to figure out. Brick fly through the window. Brick hit fish tank. Tank go splash. That sounds like my inner monologue. <laughs> For like every event. Shane sees a, a, here's a honk outside of his window. Ooh. Brick, go through a window. Brick, smash. Glass. Car, go beep. She knew she wasn't irritated with him so much as the near head wound experience. Even now, nerves shook her hands. But so far, Officer Tucker had proved himself less than empathetic or even mildly concerned. Maybe there were more important crimes to solve or wrongdoers to vanquish. He acted like this was the equivalent of hoodlum spray painting a garbage can. Well, maybe it was, but it was her garbage can. I don't let hoodlums spray paint my woman's garbage can. That's why they invented lethal force. That's what that's for. He took out his phone and typed a few words, probably searching for the nearest coffee house or for a post-investigation latte. Consulting his notepad again, he wandered back to where she watched from the side. So, you didn't see anyone when it happened? No one you could identify? No, Piper told him. Like I said, I was busy studying. Or staring off into space, imagining what was beneath Aiden's suit. Mm. Whoa. So she met the rich. Uh, the rich guy. Cash rich man about town, Aiden. Wonder what's beneath his suit, huh? You know what I'm saying? Gills. Yeah, he's gills. gills. He's got gills. He's got six nipples like a cat. And he's got a big, like, and he's got like a smooth flesh patch like a Ken doll down where his, uh, his dangler is supposed to be. Yeah. No dangler. Huge butt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Picture perfect. He's a sitter. He checked his notebook. And you said you arrived at approximately 930? That's correct. Did anyone see you when you arrived? Anyone loitering? Watching the place? Maybe a car you noticed. Yeah, Johnny Bricks, the guy with all the bricks. <laughs> He's always out there. Maybe a car you noticed. Parked in the lot or on the street? No, not that I can remember. 
Piper's skin crawled at the thought of being watched, and she thought of her altercation with Barney Miller. Isn't that a television character? It's like a show called Barney Miller. Right? Of course. She'd mentioned his name first to the cop, but she never actually saw the culprit. She could hear Marilyn in the back soothing the, the dogs in that keep calm and carry on way of hers. The dogs? Them dogs. Piper had called her. <laughs> Kenisha's really got to rein us in this episode. We're being bad boys. <laughs> Particularly me. I'm the ringleader today. I'm sorry. I'm ornery. You're what? Ornery. Ah. Oh. Is that ornery old cuss? That's that right. one. Mm-hmm. I got a bee in my bonnet, some would say. Piper had <laughs> called her right away after she got off the phone with the police. The dedicated manager came in, concerned for her guests, as she called them. She liked to think that they were only staying for a short time before someone came to adopt them. The bell above the entrance door dinged as someone entered. Piper was trying to read Officer Tucker's notepad upside down. She figured it was the other cop, so she didn't turn around. Then Officer Tucker said, Sorry, sir, you can't be in here. Piper had anxiously uh, been awaiting the crack CSI team to arrive and bag the evidence, unveil invisible footprints, search for microscopic clues. So when she spun around, he was the last person she expected to see. Aiden? Aiden? You know this man? Aiden, you can can breathe outside of water? What are those gills for? It's all right, Marilyn called, walking up to the front. She was dragging a piece of cardboard with her. He's the owner. The owner? The owner of what? The property. What else? Be a dear and help me with this, won't you? We can use it to board up the window. He's her landlord. I don't know how cash rich this guy is if he's divested in a lot of little... uh, He's got property, uh, real estate. Landlord properties. I I don't know about that, yeah. Unless he uses the land as kind of a way to stash his cash. You mean the physical burying of money? Yeah. He's got a big old barrel of cash. Maybe a couple in the backyard. The courtyard. Piper numbly took the board, gaping at Aiden. You own this property? She almost sounded indignant, like they were possibly lying to her. Thank you for coming in, Mr. Caldwell. Marilyn shook his hand. But you needn't consider yourself at an hour like this. Oh, it's no problem at all. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Makes my skin crawl. I just thought I'd come by and take a look. This is your nastiest voice. I can't, uh, it is, can't yeah. wait to see how this goes. Once she left, Aiden turned right back to Piper, his expression full of concern and surprise. Oh, I didn't know you'd be here. I come here to study sometimes. At my property? Sir. <laughs> <What Sir>. <laughs> Officer Tucker interrupted. <laughs> what the fuck? Sir, may I please please have your full name for the record, please? Both Piper and Aiden spoke at the same time. Aiden Caldwell. Why would she say that? That's not your name. Let the man speak for himself. What's his middle name? Huh? You never freeze up on those questions? (laughs) About my own name? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, it's usually the one I nail. Me? My name? Oh, My name's Dirt. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's Austin. Sorry, I, I got confused. Piper's eyes never left him. She stared at him like he claimed to be the king of England. You're the new property owner. The officer cleared his throat to get attention. <laughs> I'd like to ask you a few <laughs> questions too, Mister Caldwell, if you have some time. <laughs> yes, yes, certainly. He just spit some bile on the floor. Aiden replied, but then refocused <laughs> on Piper. Well, that's why I came to the center in the first place. 
he told her. My company recently bought this land. A few weeks ago, I came to renew the lease and discuss some business with Marilyn. That's when I met Sophie. And who's Sophie? Oh, just my dog. <laughs> Aiden told him and then to Piper, if I'd known you were here, I would have come sooner. Were you hurt? No, I'm fine. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is sickening. Do you two need a minute? The officer asked. However, didn't sound like he was offering so much as making a point. Oh, but the ladies were hurt, Piper said suddenly. Oh, and who are these ladies? Do they need medical attention? There are goldfish, she explained to the officer. Piper had answered the cop's questions three times over, and Aiden's sudden appearance was a lot more interesting at that moment, but Officer Tucker's tone of voice sobered up the CEO. Yes, of course, Aiden said. Go ahead. Do either of you know any of anyone with a vendetta against the rescue center? Anyone with a grudge? Disgruntled employee, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, Austin, me. Hannah. Certain neighborhood man who doesn't like dogs. A certain ne'er-do-well podcaster. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Let's Out There podcast? Do you know the theme song to Family Matters? A grudge? Oh, dear. Do you think this was a personal attack? Well... I can't think conclusively, but considering the note attached to the brick, I would certainly speculate, though. Well, they're the neighbors. They've been complaining about the noise for some time. The noise? We only have a small courtyard in the back, and the dachshunds can be noisy for such a small breed on account of their large lungs. You see? <laughs> Large uh, <laughs> hot dog lungs. They wail. That's what I like about them. They're whalers. We breed them to whale. That's where they get that barrel chest from. Ah, uh, yes. The mighty barrel chest of the dachshund. <laughs> Let's stop there. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm intrigued. Uh, Aiden seems like a sniveling little freak, but that's to be expected. Doesn't you mean, Shane, you have pointed out an inconsistency, which he does appear to be a property owner, which says to me that he is not cash rich. Yes. Uh, so I'm suspicious. Doy. I'm suspicious of the guy. Um, but, you know, sounds like potentially a budding romance over their dogs, which I guess, I guess is the best case scenario. What do you think? How are we feeling? We're to be a landlord and call yourself a CEO. I'm the CEO of this building. <laughs> and two others. <laughs> Also a bungalow. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe he's the CEO of something else who just happens to own land on the side. Who knows? This could be a whole, this may be his hobby. He's a hobby landlord. He dabbles. All right. Well, we'll figure out more. He, you know, I wish I could dabble in land, but I don't. I got nothing. Nothing at all. I'm destitute. All right, well, let's jump in. Are you cash rich at least? No, I'm cash poor. I'm investment poor. I'm poor with a capital P and a capital O-O-R. <laughs> Uh, and it ain't looking good, folks. Well, you're bringing in that podcast money, dude. I don't see a dime yeah, of it but because you know what? of you. He's blown it all on frozen drinks. All I hear. <laughs> all I, I just hear about the podcast money from you, Ganesh. Supposedly uh, there's a big bank account full of it. Think of it like your college fund and I'm your father and I'm waiting for you to turn 18. Yeah, but there is no 18 and it's not for my college. And you just spend it on, uh, I don't know, soups, whatever you like to indulge in. Soup? How do you said you're a soup guy? Yeah, that doesn't mean I'm spending the, the <laughs> podcast money on soup. Well, you're missing out then. Missing a big opportunity for soup. Let's invest it. Can we put all the podcast money into uh, some crypto? Get rich? It is invested. You've in, you invest the <laughs> podcast money? Oh, dear. Uh, when what? 
don't worry about it, dude. Oh, this is you're a bad guy. <laughs> and behind the music, this is the turning point where it's revealed that you've spent all of our money on meme coins. Or you find that we took our $5,000 and turned it into $500,000. We didn't have $5,000 and we don't have $500,000. <laughs> we got nothing. All right, let's settle our differences in the break, okay? We'll be back with the next section of Pause Off the Boss. Do you think the boss is Aiden? Yeah. He's the CEO. Also weird to call your landlord the boss. He's the boss of my lifestyle. That's what I call my landlord. My landlord's Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> uh, okay. That's enough of that. We'll be right back. section of pause off the boss let's hear what's going on with these paws and that boss piper pulled into the rescue center's parking lot and killed her headlights or rather her one headlight since the other was burned out damn love that song you know bob dylan's son yeah wallflowers jacob dylan wow he's just a couple blocks from me he's performing at brooklyn made tonight is that right he's there tabs on him yeah, I follow Jacob Dylan, you know, through social media and uh, GPS. Just like to see where he's at. He wrote a banger. All right. Yeah, I, I, you know, that isn't a TJF theme song, so I'm a, I am allowed to sing it, but I will spare you. Colin reclined on her purse like it was a chase lounge. Ugh, the worst furniture. So she had to dislodge him before fishing out her phone. There was a message from Aiden. Hey, long day at the office. Just wrapping up now. What's the point of a chase lounge? Huh? Why doesn't it have a back like a couch? Chaise? Shay lounge. Why have one? I had one. Worst piece of furniture I ever owned. It's upturned behind me on the camera if you could see. What do you even want? <laughs> I want a couch and I got one. I bought it. It feels great. Nice, Why'd you have a, a chase Jay lounge in the first place? I inherited it. <laughs> from your father? No. From a past person. And I, you know, it wasn't comfortable. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. But it was the only thing I had because my couch broke. So then I was relying on the Shea Lounge and it was terrible on my back. It doesn't even make sense. What am I always lounging? What kind of life is that? <laughs> Shea Lounge, you should have somebody to feed you grapes if you have a Shea Lounge. Shea's. How am I supposed to say it? Shea's. <laughs> Shea's. That's, that's another good reason to get rid of it. I can't even call it that. What am I supposed to say? Hey, sit on this uh, backless sofa. <laughs> That has an incline for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess that works. Well, good riddance. Good riddance to bad rubbish. Is is it out the window or do you politely take it down the stairs? Well, I'm going to take, I'm not a, I'm not a piece of shit. I'll take it down the stairs and leave <laughs> it on the street with a sign that says free on it. Be funny if I threw it out the window though. Right. Uh, no COVID, no bed bug. No, <laughs> no COVID, no bed bug, no back. It's a chaise lounge. No juices. No juices. Also write in parentheses, uncomfortable, and, and below that, bad furniture. But then, but dry to the bone. But clean and dry. It's dry as of yesterday. <laughs> All right, recently dried. Timestamp it. Timestamp, dried at noon. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is bone dry as of noon today. You won't find a drier chaise lounge on the streets of Brooklyn. I guarantee you that. You could fit all of that on a eight and a half by 11. Yeah, well, I may get 11 by 17 just to be safe. All right. Hey, 
glossy. Long day at the office. Just wrapping up now. I came to see if you were still around, but Veronica said you left. I guess it's a bit late for dinner. Sorry. Drinks, maybe? Her finger hovered over the reply button. It was late. The clock on the dash said it was after nine. <laughs> That's early. It's dinner time. She stopped by the police station to get an update from Officer Tucker in person. When she pestered him about the attempted hit and run, he said he was looking into Barney Miller and Laura from SFAAC. Barney Miller's name keeps popping up, throwing bricks, causing accidents. Bad dude on the loose. He also said that Tamara had a solid alibi. Apparently she was tied up in a meeting at the office. Aiden still didn't know that Piper listed Tamara as a suspect. Piper had reminded Officer Tucker that their time was up. He said the police would increase the patrol units to the area throughout the night. In other words, she was on her own again. She thought she had been joking about spending the night at the center, but tonight, that was exactly what she prepared to do. Anything to keep her charges safe. All of this for a brick? Yeah, come on. Who doesn't get a brick thrown at their head every now and then? I wouldn't change my life if a brick went through my window. I'd say, you know, good try. I deserved it. You had your shot at me and you missed. I'm begging for a brick. She had wanted to get to the center a little earlier, but Lindsay from Sam's office had texted her that afternoon with two last-minute telegram bookings. Well, three, but one of them had been Barney Miller. Supposedly, he'd sprained his ankles and couldn't go on vacation. Both, Both of them? them? <laughs> wow. Barney, no. Oopsie daisies. Oh, boy. What, he step in a bucket and slip on a banana peel? and Yeah, he was carrying an armful of bricks and lost his balance. Which meant he needed a get well soon telegram. She wondered if it was possible to sprain an ankle during a car chase in a dark alley. Obviously, she yeah. turned down that gig. Seems easy enough to put the pieces together there. That's possible. As she hesitated. I mean, it sounds kind of like you sprained your ankle on the dance floor this weekend, Austin. Me? Yeah. Well, a little higher than the ankle. Oh, okay. We're talking um, knee. Above the knee. Above the knee. We're talking up near. I mean, it's going to be, I, I don't want to be uh, crude, but you know what I'm saying? Up up near the old uh, intersection of the legs. It's feeling off. Something, something's, <laughs> it's, I got a catch there. Not too hot. Haven't taken a look. Might be, uh, you know what it feels like? Well, the only time I ever rode a mechanical bull, I got thrown off and I had deep bruises on the, my inner thighs for days. Oh, that, that mean old bull got you. Huh? And a nasty, nasty bull bucked me off. Anyway, that's what it feels like after I dance. Similar. Sorry for the image. Colin grumbled from the passenger seat. When she eyed him, she could swear there was a disapproving tilt to his head. Why? I can't see Aiden tonight. I have to study. But Colin's judgmental stare said that he wasn't convinced. She sighed and flopped back into her seat. You're a real ball breaker, she told him. <laughs> Excuse me. Language. If she were honest with herself and Colin, she was still dwelling on her dinner date with Aiden, dwelling on what Holly had said. Sure, Piper had seen him every day that week for their usual dog walk out in public in broad daylight. But each time she saw him, it only reinforced her sneaking suspicion that Aiden didn't want to make their relationship public. He hides his six nipples. Yeah. You don't want that stuff going public. Sign an NDA. All right. Before I take off my clothes, you're going to need to fill out some paperwork. It's a real mess under there. All right. <laughs> You're not going to like what you see. Even when old Larry Williams showed up at Aiden's office that afternoon, he couldn't wait to get rid of her. There was never any hand-holding, no kissing, no touching Ugh. of any kind. That is, until they were alone. Then the touching began. And, and boy, was there touching. Squeezing, 
pinching, poking, <laughs> flicking. Yeah, bopping, pulling, twisting. Flick all six of his, uh, you know, who do you do? The pleasure center. At the thought, Piper's mind drifted back to their little <laughs> office rendezvous. Even hours later, the memory had her fidgeting in her seat. I'd love to see you work at like a counter at a place called Pleasure Center. Hi, I'm Austin. Welcome to Pleasure Center. What can I get you? <laughs> a flick? A poke? Can I twist it? A scrape? A scrape. Oh, scrapes are extra. No, no, no. <laughs> Piper banged on her steering wheel, trying to shake off the memory and startling Colin in the process. I have to study. And if I'm not here, then who's going to make sure nothing happens to the center at night? Aiden will have to wait. She hit the reply button on her phone. Sorry, I can't. I'm studying at the center tonight. With difficulty, she forced her finger to hit send. Besides, she just finished her telegram gigs. It wasn't like she was dressed for dinner in her peaked police cap, black booty shorts, and skin tight spandex top. She was dressed for an undercover police sting op at a brothel. <coughs> My. I have no sense of time. Uh, I have no idea when we started the section. I feel like we've been reading for a little bit. Um, <laughs> I truly don't know. Yep. To Fair enough. Hey, if you want to, you know the magic words, the three magic words. Let's stop. Yeah. There. All right. That's fine. I don't care. I get the gist. There's the crime she's trying to solve while also balancing the romance with uh, her cash rich friend. Landlord. Crime of a brick through the window. Call me when a sword comes through the window. Yeah. I don't care about the brick through the window. I'll throw a brick through your window. It's a sign of love. Sign of respect. If you get a brick through your window, it means you're doing something right. But if you threw a gun or like a sword or a blade through my window. That's when you got to worry. Yeah. That's when you get the police involved. That freaks me out. Yep. Nah, I'm with you. I don't care about this crime. I just want to see her get with her man, her landlord and CEO of many local buildings. Well, let's jump ahead now. Is this what, how many, is this the last, did we come up in the last section or there was two more? Okay. Let's just, let's. Uh, zoom on through here to the next section and hit the uh, pedal to the metal. We'll be right back with more paws off the boss. Pause off the boss, baby. This is the second to last section of pause off the boss. What's going on, Ganesh? What's next? This is chapter 30 in the doghouse. When Piper rolled over. <laughs> Does every do all 30 chapters have dog pun names? You think? Probably. That's more work than writing the book. When Piper rolled over in the California King bed on Monday morning. Ooh. Hey. California hey. King. That's wow. a rich man's bed. She reached out, searching for Aiden, but her hand landed on empty Egyptian cotton sheets. He'd already gone to work. Damn. No, he's not at work. He's just on the other side of that California king. I thought it was just tiny. What's his wingspan? <laughs> Five foot. Not a dunker. In this place, however, she found a little box of her favorite chocolates. And as tempted mm. as she was to eat chocolate for breakfast, she thought a balanced meal would better prepare her for another full day at the center. It was Zoe's turn to open early, well, to show up since no one was allowed inside the building yet. Piper wanted to get there as soon as she could. However, she was currently transportationless. As it was, she didn't know how she was going to be getting to her telegram gig. 
Aiden's collared shirt was still lying crumpled on the floor where she'd stripped it off him the night before. She slipped it on and headed for the kitchen. What? Um, I'm sorry. She mans a telegram. Is this like in the like 1915, like right around the great San Francisco fire? They might be in trouble. Imagine if she died in the San Francisco earthquake. Yeah, I don't know. I have we have kind of just been ignoring the word telegram that they've been saying a lot. Uh, yeah. What is that all about? Maybe it's a startup thing or something. I just thought it was an app. That is, that's real. But there is an app called Telegram. That's real. Well, maybe she's into tech now. All right. Explain it to me. Telegram, the app. Yeah. It's just a messaging app. I think it's got some sort of encryption secure. I don't know. We use Discord. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know what the kids do. Maybe they're all on Telegram. Uh, all the kids are on Snapchat. They're on Tic Tac, sending uh, Zoomers to each other. Kenny's, you're on TikTok too. I mean, you're on TikTok as well. Just There's a TikTok too now. <laughs> I can't keep up. But like, uh, how do you engage with that content? I don't engage. How do you like on it? TikTok? I don't page? engage. You, you have it. What do you do? You silently look from afar like a pervert <laughs> at the playground. Yeah. <laughs> The old man looking at the kids through the binoculars. I'll tell you right now, there's no better way to spend 20 minutes on the toilet than browsing TikTok. Yeah. Well, what about pooping? That sounds better to me. You just sit <laughs> yeah. down and browse TikTok and get up. <laughs> just loves the feeling of that big bowl. I got to go slap my tail on the plastic and check out TikTok. <laughs> got a routine. He's got good signal in there. What kind of videos you get on your feed there? What's your, what? I, I believe it personalizes mm-hmm. itself to your yeah. tastes, correct? So what do you, what are we you working with? What's on, I, I would, right. You got, I would love, I would love to take a look at your TikTok. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of butts. There's a lot of, oh, anim- you're having, you're, have, you're having a butt uh-huh. TikTok. There's a lot of animals. No, anime, there's a lot of anime content. Oh, oh <laughs> anime and butts. There's All a right. lot of like, wow, tr- okay. like trick shot, you know, people do, trying to like, Bounce a ping pong ball off like you're the ten pots and get it in like a small like shot glass or something, you know? Your TikTok sounds like a nightmare looking to your brain. Bunch of guys doing trick shots with big butts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Trick shot. That is the funniest thing you could have said. That is what I imagine you look at on the internet is people doing trick shots of like basketballs and ping pong balls. Your TikTok is like an old man at a bar in New Jersey. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. You see this? Just guys doing fucking backwards basketball shots. Uh, you, maybe you kind of sold me on TikTok. Maybe I got to get on there. If they got butts and trick yeah, shots, because <laughs> listen, it's just gonna tailor to whatever you're into. If I can hit, if I can sit on the the turlet and watch trick shots for 20 uh, minutes, I think I could do worse. That sounds pretty good to there's me. There's a pretty big like ASMR community on TikTok that you could be into. That's what I like. I like ASMR. I want to I want to fall asleep while I'm on the toilet. Surely there is uh, some ASMR butt crossover. Oh, butt SMR. Ass yeah. MR. Yeah, dude. Send me to the Tingle Town. Those butts. All right, I'll check it out. Get out of here. Tingle. <laughs> I wonder what does it more for Ganesh. Is it the butts or the trick shots? There was a day a couple of weeks back where, you know, you can go live on TikTok, right? And I was uh, watching, uh-oh. I watched some guy. Ganesh accidentally hit the live button while he was. <laughs> Unloading. Uh-huh. <laughs> I actually streamed myself. Got a got one hundred fifty thousand followers off that. Uh-huh. <laughs> People are like, "What is this guy doing? Is this art?" They call him Nasty Man. That's his handle <laughs> on there. Nasty Man's daily dumps. I watched this guy that was live, and he was sitting on the top of some stairs, and he was trying to bounce a ping pong ball off a bunch of pots going down the stairs into a very small cup. And I watched him try to do it for like an hour and a half. 
Jesus and Christ. I watched it for so long, I had to plug my phone in in the middle because it was oh, about to die. My and God. I didn't, the worst part is I didn't even see him do it. He, I, did, I had he to, probably didn't even do it. He didn't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched an hour and a half of this guy failing to do the one thing that he probably, when he did make it, just made a quick five-second TikTok. Damn, so when you right started after. watching this guy, were you on the toilet? Yeah, and then, and then, then you got up, you up, got up, upstairs, you put your phone <laughs> down with me, put it down on my desk. You put your phone and down just and just watched and finished up and then took it. All right. I mean, you don't, you can't do that with a shampoo bottle. Yeah. It, the things have gotten better for sure. For as much as the internet has destroyed the world, thank God you can watch a guy bounce a ping pong ball off pans and pots while you're. That one was, uh, that one made me really confused. So confused. I had to tell my therapist about it. You told your therapist about that. Yeah. What'd she say? You're beyond help. You're fired. <laughs> Get out of my office. <laughs> what What would, I mean, I don't know if I'm violating your HIPAA here, but what does a therapist say to that? <laughs> She's probably like, thank you for sharing. Do you have anything she else to talk about? She seemed pretty perplexed. She was like, why do you think you'd watched him for an hour and a half? And I was like, I don't know. You said that to She was therapist. like, did it make you feel good? I, I don't know. It didn't, I don't know how I felt watching it. But I was compelled to keep watching it. You felt that this state, this this stayed with you long enough that you felt it was worth bringing up to your therapist. You're like, I got to talk about this. That I did this. There are people out there that have committed murder who have given less thought to their actions than you, the man who <laughs> yeah. watched TikTok. I'm trying to get to the bottom of some stuff. All right. Are you thinking of like setting up some trick shots around the pad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, are you gonna get on the trick shot game? You got stairs. Just in the bathroom, though. You got it. Well, it's an easy trick shot. <laughs> One, <laughs> the direct direct line. Well, guy, yeah, I don't know. You got a lot of stuff to figure out there, dude. Uh huh. Anyway, we reading this book still, or was I reading? I don't know. You know, we were talking about your bathroom habits. Telegram. All right. Well, oh, um, Telegram, Telegram, Telegram. <laughs> that's, that's how this started. Yeah, she works for Telegram. God knows what she's doing. Maybe it's a trick shot app. After pulling some ingredients out for an omelet, she headed to the sink while she washed the vegetables. She tried to organize her day, but her disloyal mind wouldn't cooperate. Instead, it wandered back to her night spent with Aiden. Things couldn't have been more perfect. They were finally on the same page. Together, the word instilled a calm in her, a fullness. Rather than feeling like she had given up something, had become dependent upon this person, she felt stronger for it. It wasn't about being reliant or needing help. She was part of a team. They were definitely heading in the right direction. Where'd the dogs go? Who's got the dogs? As she stared out the window above the sink, something red caught her attention in the driveway. Blood. Oh my God, it's Aiden's bloody corpse. It was her VW bug. Oh. Abandoning the vegetables, she ran upstairs to throw on some clothes. She took a mental note to pick up some more underwear that day and headed outside. <laughs> These are all ruined. <laughs> I have soiled these beyond repair. The fresh poppy red paint job sparkled in the late morning sun, hiding any evidence of Laura's love note. Piper rounded the car and noticed the passenger window had been replaced. Grinning, she opened the VW's door to have a look, and a wave of pine freshness hit her. It had the same new car smell to it. Someone had vacuumed the glass out of every nook and cranny, then detailed it. Her old bug looked like new. Sorta. Someone needs to vacuum my nooks and crannies and detail me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's an uh, annual checkup. I could use a refresher. Yeah, that's why I need to use my uh, my yearly physical. Get this guy to get me in ship shape. This section isn't really doing it for me. Let's stop. Wow. All right. 
Hey, wow. pause off the boss, folks. So we got a fresh car. We got a, it sounds like a lot of windows are getting busted out. Um, we got some wasted vegetables she just left in the and kitchen. we got an undies situation happening. We've got some nasty undies that she's got to probably throw out the window on the highway on the way to buy some new undies. We all been there. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Hold on. Let me restart somewhere else. Sure. Okay. That's okay. how you we make do the it. rules. Pause off the boss, folks. Yada, yada, yada. She waxes poetically about love for a little bit. Boring. But her life was never that simple, and she was reminded of that the moment she pulled into the rescue center parking lot. The smile that had been lingering since she had woken up that morning melted from her face. Lording over the lot was a sign with big black glaring letters. Rezoning application. Piper parked the car and frowned at Colin. Rezoning for what? Colin leaned against the passenger window, staring at the sign in the same confused way she was. He gave her what was most certainly a shrug. She slipped a light coat over her costume and grabbed her backpack with a change of clothes. She jumped out of her car, marching over to the sign. Piper studied the lines and measurements of the enlarged map, trying to understand what she was seeing, or rather trying to find some other explanation, some way to deny what it was telling her. With a shaking hand, she slid her sunglasses on top of her head as though that might make things easier. The plot of land in question encompassed not only the Dachshund Rescue Center, but several of the surrounding properties as well. What is it? They wanted to change the classification from commercial to residential. Oh, no. No! What about the Dachshund Rescue Center? Who's going to rescue the Dachshunds? Right in front of her face, she found a note at the bottom of the sign. Further information may be obtained from Caldwell and Son Investments oh, LTD. Oh, shit. Aiden's a tool. Oh, my God. Of course, she thought, tears prickling in her eyes, because the only person who could apply for rezoning was the owner, her boyfriend. <gasps> what? Oh Aiden, you villain. You goddamn animal. Fucking guy. And to think, I flicked all six of his nipples. <laughs> I didn't even like the last two. They're too small. They're busted. Just <laughs> some busted nipples at the bottom. <sighs> boy, oh boy, Aiden. Did a deal with the local dachshund kill shelter. Gee, <laughs> this is fucked up. This is actually some good drama, Ganesh. Thanks for the yada, yada, yada. We don't thank you enough, so I, I gotta just hear me out here. I'd just like to get a brief round of applause for the big guy. Oh my God, it's been a while. Finding a section with actual drama so what i think we've got some horns and uh of course i believe a line of thespians have just arrived and they are <laughs> and they're walking they're walking a bunch of dachshunds there's an army of dachshunds that just they're all here they're beautiful and look at those barrel chests can you hear them wheeze they they're, they're wailing, wailing. They're wailing away. God bless them. All right, let's get them out the door. All right, but not before we have a uh, 21 gun salute. There's a military funeral going on back there. I don't know what that's all about. Let's, uh, let's catch them later. Yeah, that's not not ours. <laughs> Double booked. These guys uh, are hurting for money. All right. Well, is that? Do we stop in there at the end of that? All right. Wow. Yeah, some good drama. Uh, I'm ready to see how this bad boy wraps up. Let's jump ahead to the last page of pause off the boss. off the boss let's go pause off the boss this is the last page of pause off the boss 
if you don't mind. If you don't mind, we'll just wrap this up. I don't think Paws have even been on Boss yet. Yeah, you know, I haven't really seen too many Paws, but I've seen a whole lot of Boss. I hope we see some more Paws here at the end and maybe get Paws on the Boss. Colin's going to throw some Paws, I think. I'm about to throw some Paws on Colin for throwing our little dachshunds under the bus. Colin is a dachshund, you goon. Not Aiden, I mean. Yeah, Colin the dachshund, my God. I know I don't respect, again, I'll say it again. I don't respect a dog with a human name. Can't wrap my head around Colin the dog. All right, well, what's going on, Ganesh? How does this thing end? What do you say, Mr. Caldwell? You ready to mix business with pleasure? Uh, yeah, welcome to Pleasure Center. Uh, just, do you have an appointment, Mr. Caldwell, at the Pleasure Center today? Miss Summers, are you suggesting what I think you're suggesting? Oh, please. I see you eyeing me. I'm sorry to, I hate cutting you off on like the third word of a section which i do like every time i love it miss summers like miss suzanne summers famously from Ooh, you're testing me <laughs> tgif Ooh, yeah step by step i believe it was i've seen you eyeing me i know you've wanted me since you hired me day by day she re- she removed her sweatshirt Ooh. and pressed up against him <laughs> he's oh, gonna get sweat. i'm getting hot i'm getting sweaty hot under the collar this is highly inappropriate. Dang. Keeping a straight face, Aiden reached up and straightened his shirt, playing along. Oh. <laughs> what would human resources say? No one has to know. It'll be our little secret. Well, this is sexual harassment in the workplace, he said, Whoa. looking around like someone might see, but not exactly fighting her off. She reached her hand down his pants, searching. <laughs> what do you got down here? <laughs> What's Anything all this? to yank on? What's this? What's that? What is this? What's going on down here? Feels like a wet tomato. It's only harassment if you don't want it. <laughs> that ain't Do you, right. Don't, don't you want it? Oh, yes. You're not going to take me to HR, are you? I have a better idea. And what's that? You're fired. <gasps> Her groping hands froze with surprise and she laughed. That's okay. I still have my telegram job. Oh. Come to think of it, I've got a few costumes packed up in the car. Maybe we could play cops and robbers. What's going on? I think <laughs> I think I've just had enough about cops. Why she got her hands down there on his uh yanker? She leaned back on her elbows, he drew his mouth across her stomach, her from her bra to her low riding jeans. Her hips moved on their own, encouraging him to keep going. She sucked in a breath as he undid her pants. Is this the main character woman? Is this the person we've been following this whole time? Yes. What's she getting with Mr. Caldwell? The landlord. Oh, Aiden Caldwell. She's getting his his little general out. Damn. Sick. Yeah. She pulls off his pants and he has a little CGI general from the general insurance <laughs> down there. And this is how I made my money. My cheddar maker. <laughs> <laughs> he just oh showed up. Wagged, oh, wagged, it, ch- wagged it on set with Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. <laughs> Every scene is him laying flat on his back with the general. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is we're out with this is this is crude. Calling it your cheddar maker. That's too much for you. Good lord. How about a sexy Swiss yodeler? You yodel? I've been known to yodel. <laughs> My but god. Give me a minute and I'll make you yodel without the costume. His hand slid into her pants and she gripped the edge of the metal table. This guy yodels when he has an orgasm. Is that what I'm hearing? Yodeling. You gotta got hit the right six nipples in the right order and he gives a big yodel. Ricola. <laughs> a soft moan escaped her lips. Marilyn Monroe then? Aiden hesitated for a second before shaking his head. No. 
Well, then who do you want then? Tell me. Marilyn Manson. He upped onto the table, <laughs> his half-naked body hovering over hers, lowering himself. He kissed her deeply. I want you. I just want you, my piper. <laughs> God, sexy. And once he pulled the privacy curtain closed around the exam table, they both got exactly what they wanted. What's happening? What? They just, they're doing it on a dog exam table. My God. Well, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do. Hey, if it's good enough for dogs. That's how I live my life. <laughs> it is meant to be cleaned. Hey, well, the end. <laughs> it isn't meant to be cleaned. Is that in the book or was that you just saying that? <laughs> Just, that's the end. Is that the end of the book? Wow. Not a lot of dogs in there. What are you talking about? Our dog was sitting next door the whole time. I thought there was too much dog. <laughs> I don't appreciate it when uh, when uh, the dialogue of a book is just a lady talking to her dog who's not saying anything. And she's like, my dog shrugged at me. You don't like that? Hey, man, that'll teach you. Never pick a book about dogs again. I like getting to know Colin a little bit. He's dry. I feel like she was imposing her own personality onto him. I didn't appreciate that. Mm, fair. True enough. Huh. Yeah, I, I still don't like dogs. This book didn't change my mind. Yeah, well, what about men with gills? <laughs> I'm a big gill guy. I love a guy who can breathe through his uh, chest slits. So I'm, I'm, I'm that I'm more positive about that than I am about dogs. When bubbles come out from uh, not the mouth underwater, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Well, that, so I've got that unlocked. I can do that. Kevin Easy. Costner, Waterworld. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude, he's got gills. Anyone else? Uh, the guy from uh, Hellboy and Hellboy 2. Yeah. But what's the lady in... What's the movie that won an Oscar where the guy has sex with the... Uh, the fuck the... Fucking, she fucked the fish? Yeah, that's the name of the movie. The name oh, of the no. movie is She Fucked the Fish. <laughs> Shape of Water. Well, that wraps that book up. Could it... it we, you know, I'm going to say not the best book we've ever read on the show, but we had fun, didn't we? We had some fun. All right. Well, that's the end of the show here. That's it. Thanks for listening. You can find us at letstopthere.com. You can find us uh, on social media. Hit us up. Oh, I didn't thank Chris Linquist for our art. Chris, the recently married big husband that we went to his wedding. That was his wedding. It's his art. He's a great guy, but he fucked up my hip and now he owes me. Thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Give us a phone call. 567-309-0357. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. And yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all we got, right? silence tell your friends oh eh, maybe not for this episode tell them to listen to the last one that was good all right uh, we'll be back next week with more of this goodbye <laughs>